Hey there, welcome to the Deliver On Your Business podcast, where you are the boss. I'm Ron from EntreeCourier.com. Entree is from entrepreneur, for somebody who is in business for themselves. And here's the deal, folks. If you're an independent contractor, you are operating a business, ready or not. So that makes you an Entree Courier. Welcome to the club. This podcast is here to help you think like a business owner and to thrive in your business. So let's get started, shall we? Well, hey there, Courier Nation. It is another Monday. We are at about halfway through our 31-day Courier MBA series with MBA standing for Mastering Your Business Attitude. Now, each day, we're looking at a business principle and applying it to delivery work in the gig economy. You can get the full power of the series by starting with episode one, as there are many concepts early on that lay a foundation for future episodes. Now, we do often refer to future to previous episodes, so we will list those in the show notes when we do that. I'm going to say something today that is a bit different than what you have heard from me in the past. You can make good money on low-paying and unprofitable deliveries. Yes, you heard me right. This guy who's been preaching the 40-cent rule has been preaching to only take deliveries that pay 40 cents a minute or whatever your particular goal is saying that you can make more with lower-paying deliveries. You are joking, right? No, and I'm not doing the reverse of uh, some content creators who have long preached accepting everything and then they change course. I'm not being contrarian for the sake of being contrarian, but there are times when a delivery that looks like a loss or a low profit can actually lead to greater profits and that it can actually increase your profits. There's a business principle. It's called the loss leader. In retail, it is where you sell something that is a loss, and the idea is to get people in the door. And you really see that in action, like on Black Fridays, because you you look at you know some of those crazy cheap sales that you see that are advertised. You know that they have to be taking a loss on some of those items because you know that big screen TV has to cost them more than what they're selling it for. And you're sitting there thinking, how can they do that? How does that make sense? Well, the answer to that question is you look at the lines of people that are waiting at the doors for those sales to begin. There are tons of people that are showing up at those stores, some of them camping out overnight, also that they can get in there. And while they're in there, they're grabbing other items. They're buying things that have higher profit margins. They use the loss leader to lead the way to what's actually their most profitable day. And these businesses, they don't see those items as a loss, but they see them as an investment. It's it's really more of a marketing cost. They make more in profits in other areas because of the small loss that they take on a few items. Businesses that use the loss leader are looking at the bigger picture. And this is a huge lesson for us who are in the on-demand delivery world. There's a lot of times where we can focus on the delivery itself But there are a lot of times where we also have to take a look at the big picture. We can use the loss leader principle in our delivery businesses. And and some deliveries are not worthwhile on their own. Some may even be at a loss. 
but they still make us more profitable. And I know it's sometimes hard to put those two together. But folks, it's all about the big picture. It's about looking at deliveries to see how they impact our overall profitability. In most cases, the delivery provides profitability in and of itself. And we talk about this more in episode 12. But there are times where the low or no profit deliveries can be used strategically to lead to a higher overall profit. Now, that doesn't mean accepting all offers. With every delivery, you want to be strategic. You want to make business decisions with what you're doing. But sometimes that loss leader can help you meet your goal. The better you know your market, and we talk about this a little more in depth in episode four, but the better that you know your market, the better you know the restaurants, the conditions, the better that you know when food's going to be ready very quickly, all these different types of things tie together, the better you can take advantage of the loss leader opportunities. Now, let's look at a few different scenarios. I've got four scenarios that I want to look at where a low-paying delivery can serve as a loss leader. Number one, a delivery that gets you where you want to be. Sometimes you drop off a delivery that it's not profitable. Maybe it's in an area that has fewer restaurants and, and you just make that decision that I'm better off going back somewhere else to take deliveries. Sometimes it's like at the end of the day, you know, it's time to call it a day, but you've got a little bit of a drive home. So you're, whatever it is, you know, you've made a decision, you're heading a different direction, you've already committed to going a certain direction. And sometimes you'll have an offer pops up. It doesn't pay what you would normally accept. It might be very low paying, but what you're finding is it's right on your route. You know, it's taking you where you want to go. On its own, it's not worth taking, but if it doesn't slow you down much, what it does do is it pays you some money to go where you were going anyway. Another scenario would be when the delivery fills a gap. For example, you've accepted a well-paying order, but you know the food's not going to be ready for a while. You could just wait at the restaurant, or you end up finding a short enough and quick enough delivery that you can knock out within the time that you normally would be waiting. Now, that little order doesn't pay very well by itself, but it does pay you something that you're not getting while you're waiting. You see what I mean? I had that happen last night even, that I had a uh, Thai food order that just knowing that restaurant, I knew it wasn't going to be ready for a while. And that kind of comes with knowing your market, right? It was already kind of borderline whether or not I was going to take that order, but things were starting to slow down. So I went ahead and took it. But on my way to the restaurant, I had another order pop up from somebody else. Uh, it was a short little order. It was all right, pretty much right along the way. It took me maybe about a half mile out of my way. I was able to knock that order out. I got $4 for the order. Still ended up waiting about 10 minutes at that Thai restaurant. So it didn't add any longer. And basically what it all added up to was it added, it was just like adding $4 to that original order because it didn't take any longer. Now, that $4 delivery on its own would have been about $0.25 cents a minute, lower than what my goal of $0.40 cents a minute is. So that's kind of that loss leader part, right? But the second order, now originally that would have paid maybe about $0.40 cents a minute is uh, what it would have been. But now that I had a shorter wait time, that order on its own paid about $0.65 cents a minute, so a lot more than my minimum. 
Or the other way is that you could look at it as you could tie the two together. And between those two orders during that time, I made about 50 cents a minute. So either way, it increased my profitability by taking that low paying order. A third scenario is as part of a stacked or multiple order. Now, in yesterday's episode, we talked about working multiple applications. And but this this principle actually applies whether it's working for multiple applications or taking more than one order at the same time from the same delivery company. There are times that Grubhub is known to sneak in a $4 offer, uh, adding that into a, a higher paying offer. And there's a lot of drivers that hate that. They resent the heck out of that because it's tricking them into taking a low paying deal. But the thing about that is, it actually can be rather profitable. If you use the calculations that we talked about in episodes 9 and 12, where we use the 40 cent rule, we determine how much a delivery is going to pay per minute. You can use that same calculation in this kind of scenario, but what you're going to do is you're going to calculate how much extra time do you think adding that second order is going to add. And in a lot of cases, if it's all going the same direction, same place, and same pickup, Probably about the only time the extra that it adds to it is maybe the few blocks out of the way that you go and uh, the amount of time that it takes to get the food up to the customer's door. A lot of times that's not a whole lot of time, right? But what you do is you then take that extra money you make from that second delivery and divide that by the extra minutes you think it will take. And there's a lot of times that you're going to find that that $4 order is paying more than the 40 cents a minute or whatever your goal is. A fourth such scenario would be when the order helps you fulfill promotions or incentives. You might have an offer that gives you a bonus for completing so many deliveries, or you get so much money guaranteed if you complete so many deliveries. Now, when I see a promotion like that, I do the math, I look at it, and it's like, okay, yeah, I've got a real good chance of meeting my goal those little $3 orders are gold. And that's because those really low pay orders are usually very short and they often can be done a lot more quickly. They give me a better chance of getting those orders done within the time frame. Now, the order itself usually isn't going to be worth it, but when you look at the big picture, that's a different story. I'm sure that you can think of some examples. I'll give you a couple. I had one time that I had a real good per order bonus going on with DoorDash, but like their bonuses often are, it's tied to having an acceptance rate during that time. Dropped off the first order. The second order that I received, the offer was kind of ridiculous, and it was one that I wouldn't take even with the bonus. However, when I considered the fact that declining that order, I would lose the bonus from that first delivery, when I added all of that in, and really when I added both of those deliveries together, it still was within that price per minute that I wanted to receive. So it was worth doing. I had another time where maybe the most extreme example was a $3 delivery at a McDonald's or $3.25. It was on Uber at the time or Uber Eats. And it was five miles to drive to the McDonald's. It didn't make sense any way, shape or form. I would not take that order except for that was the last order I needed for a particular promotion. And I was getting real close to the deadline. So it was like, okay, yeah, I will take it. That order ended up basically making me $50 because I was able to complete that order. 
And so sometimes that little order will help you complete a promotion. Now, that does not mean all of these things do not mean that I'm on board with taking every delivery. There's some people that might add a scenario that says that taking a low offer is going to make sense because you might get a better delivery as a reward. Or, you know, in some cases, let's say Grubhub, you take a zero dollar tip order because you might get a cash tip. My experience is that's rolling the dice too much. Might is not a good reason especially if you don't have a track record that backs that up to says, okay, yeah, that's, that's more likely to happen. You know, I'll take likely, I will not take might. Here's a few questions that you can ask when you are evaluating loss leaders. You always want to look at the big picture. So how does it help the overall profitability? Is it something that can add revenue where there wouldn't be revenue otherwise? without also creating more expenses in the process. If it's an order that kind of sets you up for another order, gets you in position for a better order, does that improve your profit for that next order in a way that more than offsets the lack of profit on this order? Is taking this order, especially like in a stacked order environment, is taking that order going to interfere with your commitment to provide good service on any other orders. You don't want to put yourself in that position. If you take it to put yourself in a better position for future orders, let's say to to put you in a more profitable area, do you have enough of a track record that the averages work in your favor on this? Such as have you measured that more often than not, that area is going to more likely give you more profitable orders? You want to go more by your statistics, by your averages, than just on the might. Folks, do not make business decisions based on hope. I will never accept a zero-tip order on Grubhub just based on the hope that I might get a cash tip. I've done too many deliveries in that situation to even think that that's going to happen. The odds are not high. You've got to have a reasonable and experience-based expectation where it happens enough to make it likely, not just hopeful. Folks, you're going to find times that the loss leader did not perform as well as you had performed that as well as you had hoped. But you will find times also that it did better than you expected. And as you get more experienced at evaluating these things, you're going to find the averages play themselves out. So do not stress if it performs exactly as you hoped. We're focusing on the bigger picture, and in the bigger picture, those things work themselves out. Folks, I want to thank you again for tuning in. Today, we sent out our weekly Courier Nation motivation email. And if you want to get on that email, head on over to deliveronyourbusiness.com, and you're going to find all sorts of opportunities to sign up for our email. You can also check out our blog posts while you're there. If this podcast is helping you out at all, If this website, if the EntreeCourier.com website provides useful information, could you do me a favor? See, I don't like to ask a favor straight up. I want to make sure that I've earned that right. And I try and earn that right by providing stuff that helps you. But if any of this is helping you out, could you please help us spread the news? Because there are other drivers that could benefit from this. That's my intent anyway. So if you know people that are doing delivery work, let them know about us. You know, you can share us on social media. 
Um, if this podcast or if this website is helpful, spread the word on Facebook, Twitter, any of your social media, and, and heck, even do it on LinkedIn. I mean, I actually decided to go ahead and do a LinkedIn presence because we're talking business here, right? It's all about business attitudes. So that makes sense. If you can give us reviews on, let's say, I know especially iTunes and Stitcher, you can do reviews, and those reviews do help us get found. One last thing that I'm going to ask you, please go out there, take control of your business and of your life as an independent contractor. Go out there and be the boss.